Good evening and welcome to the Matthew Danko Podcast. Don't call it that. I'm your host, Matthew, the Dr. Danko. Now this week is something a little different. Normally when I do these podcasts, those of you who listen, I will sit down and ramble for about an hour and a half by myself. Or we'll watch a movie together and I'll do the commentary track for it. This week, I've decided to do something a little different, and I actually have a guest with me. Now, now, for those of you who have listened in the past, you might have heard me mention this girl's name time and again. And she's pretty important to me, so I figured I can sit down and have a conversation with her and for your enjoyment. This would be my girlfriend of two and two years and so many months. Too long. Too long. Um, that I met at Point Park my freshman year, and I don't know, we'll see, we'll see how this goes. My name's Jesse, by the way. Yes. Jesse Pardee, ladies and gentlemen. I was going to introduce you, okay, but whatever, sorry. now it's fine. <laughs> you jumped the gun on it. That's cool. Alright, so, since this is her first podcast, ever, I figured I'd take it easy on her, and we would just, you know, sort of talk and see how things go. And if you guys like her, we'll bring her back. If not, I guess I'll break up with her. I'm a bitch. You're not a bitch. You're just opinionated. Nah. So, I figured something that, you know, we both have have interest in, I guess. And I've seen it more and more over the course of our dating. Our courtship. Our courtship. Yeah, I write you letters on horseback. <laughs> um, or horror movies. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm a huge fan of horror movies. I mean, I have a shrine. Yeah. And tons and tons of horror movies. Anybody who knows me or has listened to the podcast knows that. Yeah, it's a little creepy though. Well, I mean, first, first thing you see when you first come over to your house. <laughs> yes. First, since you know you didn't know me that well, and there I go. there's a Boston Freddy Krueger over there, and it's just watching. Well, me. he was out at the time, and I didn't think about it. But now, <laughs> now they're hidden in the closet, which sounds really creepy. But they're out of sight, so out of mind. Until you open the closet, and there's three, never out of mind. <laughs> three little dolls staring at you. And I say dolls only because, you know, the child's play, Chucky, the bride, and the transgender child. Which, now, <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud, is, is rather creepy. But, no, I mean, it's just, it's always been prevalent, I guess, in, in my life. Only because, you know, when I was young, I, the first horror movie I ever saw was Child's Play, because I was over my friend's house at the time, and his dad, I guess, was watching us. I was It must have been kindergarten or pre-K, and I was sitting in his living room, I guess we were playing or whatever, and his dad had Child's Play 3 on. Did he know you were there? Like... That I was hanging out with this kid. Well, did you, did he know that you guys were like in the room when you like <sighs> when you put on like Nick Jr. or something? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. 
I don't even know if he was in the room. <laughs> I think we it were playing on the floor, and it kind of was just on in the background. Wow. Which isn't as terrible, but I know he deliberately once put the Leprechaun movie on. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, you made me suffer through one of those. Uh, the, the, was, it wasn't my favorite. Well, it was, I mean, Jennifer Aniston before her nose job. So that, yeah. was, that was fun. It's a little scary. Scary I mean, they they her. get worse, though. I mean, that first one was bad. They get, he goes into space. Oh, I think it was because we, we watched it, like, it was broken up. Like, we didn't watch it all at one. We didn't watch it all in one sitting. Like, something happened. Like, you oh, know, either, so... like, I started falling asleep. And, and we, we stopped just it, stopped or like somebody just tried remember to it. pick it back up. I mean, if you're gonna make a leprechaun movie, where the evil leprechaun you steal gold from kills you, I guess it did its job. I uh, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't even remember that much about it. I mean, well, the main the guy who plays the leprechaun, Warwick Davis, he's pretty big. No pun intended. In the, <laughs> um, the world of, I guess, I don't know, he's he's yeah. probably the one they go to most for roles with little people. Well, I think I have it, like, I have it in my head as a movie that I was, that I thought at the time, like, oh, we have to finish this movie if, if we're going to watch another movie. So it's in my brain as, like, an obstacle <laughs> oh, to so overcome. Oh, so you just had to get so, through it. Yeah, cause, because we stopped watching it at one point. Yeah. And we had to go back to watching it. Yeah. It I was mean, like, no, I can't watch some other horrible, like, gory <laughs> film yeah. before. I don't know why I like horror films. I, I didn't really watch a lot of them until we started dating. I watched well, I mean, a lot of serial killer stuff. Yeah, you I've were always, always been, I've always been fascinated the by... HLN Weekend Yeah, oh my gosh. I'm a huge, huge... Uh, forensic files. Yeah, I mean, fan. you go to sleep. At Cold night. case files. Yeah. At night to those things. Yeah, I like to fall asleep to them. I don't know. It makes me feel safe. Because I <laughs> to know that people yeah, are out there doing I, well, their jobs. Yeah, I feel like I makes me feel like, like I guess the thought in my head is, oh, I'm glad that's not me as I'm falling asleep. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm safe in my bed falling asleep. <laughs> Which you know, karma. I gotta. No, I mean. Gotta be careful, but. Those but shows, though, are really, really interesting, the way they solve the cases and shit. Well, yeah, and so, but then I I never really watched, I never really had anybody watch horror movies with. Well, I mean, your friend Tim and Nick. Until, well, yeah, until I started talking, my friend Nick is, um, like, a big movie buff. Tim, I mean, Tim would be there with us watching it. Yeah. He, he's not, like, a huge movie person, but... But Nick has a really nice movie collection, and he sort of picked up on the fact that, like, I don't know if it was maybe one time, one of the first times we ever watched a movie together, like, I had suggested horror film, because I think I always wanted to watch a horror film, but I was afraid to admit that I wanted to watch, I, I really like, I mean, I'm not, I've, I could never, I have, I don't have an evil bone in my body, but... I, I've always been interested in, like, serial killers, yeah. and it's fascinating to me, like, what goes on in their minds, and so, you know, the natural next step for me was to watch horror, horror films, movies, yeah. so when I, so when I started hanging out with this, this, my friend Nick, he had so many horror films, 
So he'd be like, oh, go ahead, pick a movie that you want to watch. And I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I've never seen uh, the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And so you were kind of always on the fence of like, well, I'm I don't, kind I, of interested in yeah, this. Yeah, but I didn't want to seem like a, like... Creep. A creep, <laughs> yeah. Well, especially because I'm a girl. And I think... I, I mean... The, the stigma is that a girl wants to watch a rom-com. And I, I just... I can't. There's I can't. Some pretty dreadful ones out there. They're all they're all dreadful. <laughs> I mean, every now and then there's a good one. I can't. I, think I, of I know any I sound on. really hipster. Right now, <laughs> about about time was good. About time I was like very good. There there's. I mean, they're hit and miss, and they're yeah, mostly miss. That's because they're all the same story. Yeah. And you could basically. tell, like, at an hour in, okay, he's already messed up, and now he has to fix the thing he's done to the girl. Oh that he yeah, likes yeah. And, Winter back, but anyways, I'm so, still mad at Hollywood for the friends with, with benefits and no strings attached being released oh, in the same year. You know, they do that same plot, they do that thing so often. I mean, that, that Paul Blart mall cop, yeah, with Kevin James, and Observe and Report about Seth Rogen as the mall cop, like oh. those were re- released back to back, and they do that sort of thing. I mean, similar storylines, but. Well, I mean, I guess I can't say that. I haven't seen the movie, but the way the trailers looked, like they were both mall cops and they were a little bigger and they were comedies. So, I mean, they do that a lot. And unless you're paying attention to, like, what movies are coming out. And I'm usually not paying attention. Yeah, I mean, I should pay more attention every now. I used to all the time, like, back when the Maxi Saver was open. Mm. Right up there, you could go see a movie for a dollar. I mean, granted, those movies would come out, like, in the beginning of the month, and then they would hit the maxi saver towards the end of the month, because they've already played through Lowe's and Southland 9. But that was kind of, like, my way. I would go to the movies all the time, because it was so cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, so... <laughs> The first horror movie I watched, Child's Play, Killer Doll, and I was a kid, so I, it terrified me, like, I was about the same height as the doll, and it kind of just, I don't know, it was a terrifying concept that one of my toys could come alive and kill me, especially when I wasn't even, you know, watching it for, like, plot or, you know, because I was young. I didn't mm-hmm. know what the It was kind of just on, and I would only get glimpses of it, and I wasn't uh, smart enough, I guess, to understand the narrative structure of the film to actually, like... And I also couldn't distinguish what was real and what wasn't, I guess, which is messed up. And that's probably the most terrifying movie you could watch as a child. Yeah, child's play. Because, well, yeah, because, I don't know, you figure, like, if it had been a monster movie or something like that, you would be able to distinguish, like, that's monsters. Oh, and there's parents definitely... tell you all the time, like, monsters aren't real, monsters yeah, aren't real, but for it to be a toy... It was, yeah, it was, I was really relating kind of to the main character. I can't believe they had that on. Well, to be fair, the dad didn't, you know, really watch us. So he was kind of just there. But then, like, as I started growing up throughout, like, maybe second and third grade, like, 
that's when you get into like the Goosebump books. And I was always interested in ghost story type things, not mm-hmm. full on horror yet, but just you know the creepy things that happen and that are happening in the world of Goosebumps, where they were really bizarre and they'd have to like, I'd like go eat fried worms or some shit like that. He <laughs> he he has this obsession with worms and then somewhere along the line he gets eaten by a worm. Really ridiculous things. Or not eaten, but taken by a worm and then he's like, oh, I'm done with worms. And the episode is really ridiculous if you go on Netflix and watch it. I, I might have watched it at your place that one day we were busting through all these Goosebump episodes. I don't know if we watched that one. We watched the... Uh... Night in Terror Tower, I remember. Oh, yeah. Because I remember that one from, from when yeah, I was young. That was the one that was like... That was, they aired that, that was scary like a television fuck. movie. It was a two-parter, I think. Oh, yeah. Two-parter. Just like the mask one. Yeah. Those those are the ones they released as like movies. Then they had the series, Every Now and Then, which would just be single episodes. Luckily, they did put... What channel is that air on? I think... I think now they do air them on Cartoon Network. No, but at the time... At the time, I think it was ABC Family. Or, like, F, uh, Fox Kids. Because I, okay. I kind of remember the... Before they had the ratings, they would throw up the Goosebumps. Like, they had made this fake rating. Like, rated G for Goosebumps. Or some <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> And the since it was like the '90s, there was really bad graphics. Yeah. Between each like program, so the, there'd be these crazy like wacky animals or whatever, and then the logo in the corner. I'm pretty sure that logo was Fox Kids. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Unless it was like Warner Brothers or WB Kids. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Something like that. Some, something like that. But anyways, when I got into the Goosebump books. Because my brother, who's five years older than me, he had them, and I kind of got, they were hand-me-downs. Yeah. And the one book, like, I was going through them, you know, reading one after the other, I got to Night of the Living Dummy, and, I mean, the title pretty much says it all, but when I looked at the cover of it, it was just this picture of a ventriloquist dummy with his mouth busted open. I think I have it over mm-hmm. here somewhere and it's just it's really bizarre I don't no we were just talking about it the other day yeah I think like I pulled a picture of it up on my phone for whatever reason oh or yeah it came yeah. up but because I had already this pre predetermined fear of of the doll that was similar in size and a toy that I would probably play with come to life and start fucking with you that was even scarier so I kind of weaned away from all things horror mm-hmm. and and was deathly afraid I mean throughout my childhood because my brother's older he would watch scary movies and I would remember bits and pieces of them things that would scare me like I remember watching Scream at one point. It must have been on television or something. And he was the ghost face for Halloween. So, as a prank, he hid in my closet dressed oh, as Jesus. Ghostface. 
And although I wasn't directly afraid of, because I didn't know much about it, it was just the figure itself that scared me, he would pop out and I would shit myself, practically. And, <laughs> and so, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch anything horror at all. Anything that was like that, I just, I couldn't do it until, like, my neighbor next door, she has this extensive DVD collection. I don't know if I've ever told you about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it's like a whole wall of DVDs. You mentioned she gave you a bunch of VHSs. Yeah, because she was replacing yeah. the VHSs over the years and she needed to give up space. So, I mean, they had, I guess, like, stars and HBO and everything. So they would record, like, four quality movies uninterrupted on one VHS tape. So there would be stacks and stacks of these really cool movies. And I remember going through them and there was Child's Play 1 and I was like... Why does that sound familiar? And then I found the second one, and I was like, well, she must have the third one. And when I realized what it was, I, for some reason, kept them, knowing I would never watch them, but just was like, well, they're all three here, and there's Scream over here, and a Halloween movie here. I'll just keep these together for some reason. Maybe one day I'll grow up and watch them. And... I don't, I don't know what, why I decided one day I got home from school. I knew it was in the middle of the afternoon because the Drew Carey trail was on. And when I was a kid, I would, you know, base my entire schedule around the TV guide, essentially. So when yeah. this show was on, I knew what time it was. And Drew Carey yeah. came on around 3 o'clock. And I um, knew it was... Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Seventh Heaven was on at three. Exactly, on uh, Fox or ABC. <laughs> on ABC Family. ABC yeah. Family. <laughs> and I think it was like back to back episodes, maybe. Oh, most likely. Oh, Seventh at Heaven. At the you can never have them three to three thirty block. They would do. Oh no, Seventh Heaven was an hour. Was it? Hell yeah. You can't resolve all that family shit in half an hour. Maybe I'm thinking Gilmore Girls. That's 30 minutes. I think that's an hour, too. I never, never bothered me. I never watched girls. it, but I always catch the end of it some, on some Ever channel. since they did, I don't know if it was Mad TV or SNL did, like, a skit making fun of the Gilmore Girls, making fun of how fast they talk back and forth <laughs> to each other, the girl and her mom. Yeah. It's like playful banter. The mom says something, and the girl says something, and they say something back, but then the joke, there's a joke, and she quips back, and it's like, I couldn't take it seriously after that, so I just, you know, never really tried. I, I always thought... As, like later in life, I always thought that that girl was Zoe Deschanel. I know it's Alexis Bledel. Her yeah. name is. I just remember I saw her in Talk Everlasting. Oh yeah, that, that movie was, about. I saw that movie with my dad in the theaters. I had to watch that for school because we read the book. Oh, I didn't read the book. Oh. Fuck what? books. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I like to read. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. No, I mean that's 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 we're having a conversation. It's right, bound to happen. We're having a conversation. <laughs> yeah. And so, I was like, you know what? I'm a big kid, and by big kid, I mean I was in seventh, eighth grade. So I figured, why not? And I busted out the tape. It must have been in the box, in the basement. And I was like, I'll watch this. So I popped in Child's Play, and I remember the only way that I could get through the movie itself 
was if I made fun of it along the way so that I wasn't taking it seriously so that nothing could scare me. And plus, you know, it's a, just a movie. It's not hard to make fun of child's play as you go along. It isn't. I, if you watch it as a serious Maybe horror it, movie. Well, and as a, I mean, still, it's seventh grade, you're like, what, 13? I think, 13 or 14. 12, 13. 14, uh, 15. 16. Depending on your IQ. Yeah. <laughs> no, um... So yeah, I mean it, it. It again, it was it was a gateway movie. I think more than anything, because <laughs> then it was like, well, if I could handle my childhood fear, I can move on to bigger and better things. Because like I said, I was terrified of yeah. killer dolls. Not only that, but on one of my birthdays, my grandma had gone to Las Vegas or something, mm-hmm. and. I guess because she's my grandma, she's like, well, I'll get him something while I'm down here. And I get this huge box for my birthday. And I was like, oh, man, this is big. And it was, I, w- I was probably. Did you tell me this before? I might have. I was like maybe four or five feet tall. I, w- I mean, I was a tall kid at the time. <coughs> and I'm like, oh, sweet. What's in the box? And my dad, you know, gets his X-Acto knife out and slices it open. And the, I flip open the panels with such joy. No. And then staring up at me is this this ventriloquist dummy with the reddest lips in his tuxedo. He looked like Slappy. Yeah. And I, it was somebody famous. McCarthy... Charles McCarthy or something like that. Maybe that's not his name. If like if you go on the ventriloquist site that he's from, he's like the main star of the show, and he was a rather expensive doll. And I guess my grandma got it for me because you know it was something I could play with or at least look at, not knowing my previous terror of mm-hmm. of dolls like that. My cousin asked for a dummy once for, for Christmas. Really? And uh, my parents were the ones, you know how it was like, oh, I have a lot of aunts and uncles, so it was divided like, okay, ask this aunt for this, they can make your list, they'll get that for you, they'll get this for you, and my family got, like, we were supposed to get him the dummy. And I just remember being like, are you sure this was what he wanted? And my mom was like, yeah, he wanted a dummy, I don't know. That was really weird. It's dumb. I don't understand ventriloquist dummies. They're they're creepy and weird. Watch Dead Silence. I mean, we watched it. Yeah. It, it's it's, was, it's just a strange that's thing. That's let's, fucked up. Let's take a little person, sit him on your lap, and move his mouth, like as if he's a real person. I just remember Doug. I was a big Doug fan. Oh yeah. The talent show. He didn't have a talent, <laughs> so he did the dummy. He still didn't have a talent. He wasn't good at it. Well, he's Doug. Doug was so annoying. I like the beats. Yeah. The beats were the best part in Skeeter. And the the villain snake. Roger. Roger Come on yeah. now, Roger Claus. He, he looked like a snake. I guess that's why. Okay. All right. He does kind of look like a snake. He had that. Didn't he have a lisp? Or something like a... I don't know, but he was green. He, yeah, he was green, and Skeeter was blue. And Doug was 
the normal color. Jack was Caucasian. Cauc- he was the white, <laughs> he the was whitest Caucasian. guy on the show. <laughs> he was. I don't know. They they did like a revamp of Nicktoons. Really? You know, like not Nick, not a revamp of Nicktoons, but like they like revived they all. The they brought them all back. back. Yeah, on like Nick. It used to be Noggin, but now it's like oh. Nick Two or something. Yeah, it's like the way like Disney I, XD like, is. We love the nineties or yeah. something. And they like, would play all that. And yeah, and Doug Kelly. and like a couple summers ago, they did it like in chunks. Like for like one chunk of the summer, they would play Doug. Then another chunk of the summer they would play Hey Arnold, and I remember Doug. He was on at like midnight or one o'clock. I don't know. But I would rewatch. I I rewatched them, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, holy shit! This is awful." <laughs> I mean, there is no <laughs> plot. Yeah. But when I was a little kid, like I remember, Doug was on at seven, <coughs> seven o'clock. Doug was on at seven o'clock every night. Yeah. I I have a distinct memory of sitting in my kitchen watching the kitchen clock from like six fifty until seven o'clock one night. See, I remember doing that with Snick. Saturday night Nick. Mm-hmm. Where they would do the lineup of uh of uh, what was that shit. They would they would do all that. And then all that, they do Keenan and Cal, they do Cousin Skeeter, they Cousin Skeeter. That was a freaking terrible show. For, it was a terrible show, but for some reason I watched it. Oh, I watched it too. I watched yeah. all those terrible shows. I remember the, the one episode where they get stuck in the toy store. I feel like... I don't remember that one. I feel like that happens a lot in Nick Nick shows. Stuck now Because of the Rugrats episode we just yeah. talked about today, they always get stuck in a toy store or some place, and they, have, they end up... They originally are... Initially are scared, and then they just start having fun with the toys. What lessons can you learn from the puppet cousin? I don't know. <laughs> I have no words for that show. I learned a lot from Buzz and Woody. Well, they're different. Mm-hmm. Are they? They are, because they're not cousins to humans. They have their world of toys, and that, that works. They're not possessed by a serial killer. They're not... You don't say these words and the dummy comes alive. They they just are. Yeah, and I can believe that. Cousin Skeeter wasn't possessed. No, but he was cousin to a family of humans, or some. I mean, he was yeah, called Cousin but, Skeeter, but he. What does he? Ex- how does he exist in the world? Is he like a Muppet, or it's like no? They but can I don't think I don't. Think, I think in their world he wasn't a, a Muppet. We were just perceiving. Yeah, him as we a... just perceived him as that. That's how I. That's how I interpret. But then, it. what's the gimmick? Like, if he's a real person to them, but he was not like, us. wasn't he like a dick? Yeah, he was a dick. He was like the cool. He had the backwards hat and the sunglasses and the gold chain. Yeah, he was a dick. That was the. Gimmick. That was the gimmick for a Nicktoons. Nick yeah, show. but it was like yeah, but it softened the blow by having him be like fucking soft like he was <laughs> soft and fuzzy like, I guess I would have to rewatch the show now that I've heard that because before I was just like oh this guy's a puppet and they're all humans that's, that's I mean I don't think about. Nick would expect uh, I don't know that's interesting I'm sure we can't find them though maybe on YouTube like the opening credits but I don't know why they don't release all those Nickelodeon shows hmm they would 
probably make as much money as Disney would make releasing original movies. But whatever. Do they release original movies? Uh, I don't think so. Hmm. I, I, I remember once when I was a kid being at like the video store or something and there was a Brink DVD. Never watched that one. The skater one? Never watched it. With Eric Von Denton. Nope, never no. watched it. Well, yeah. I was very judgmental when it came to Disney movies. There were a lot of... I mean, Brink was good, though. Like, everybody talks about... What's that one? Halloween Town? Xenon. Xenon, the girl from the 21st century. Yeah, oh my god. Everybody obsesses over that one. I I don't know. I always felt like that one wasn't good enough for me. (laughs) I was above that. I didn't watch it. My supernova girl. No, I didn't watch it. I was too good for that one. I remember back in the 90s when, like, the internet... Was just starting. <laughs> <laughs> you remember all the way back then. And they had Zoog, like Disney Zoog dot com, like the website, the companion piece where they had all the original movies had their own spot on the website, and there was the Xenon part, like her dedicated page, and you would have to align the planets to create that song, like. My supernova girl. Each planet represented a section of the song. And you had to align them in a proper order. I probably the way they're in the solar system to get the song to play through the whole way. My heart goes boom, boom. No. No. I didn't like it so much with the sequel and the You mean third the movie. sequel? That's what they, yeah, they called it that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why I made that joke. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what I was the third one really called? Good job. No. They didn't make a third one. They did make a third one. I have oh, that one. Jesus Z3, the... Sorry, I shouldn't be saying Jesus Christ today. It's Good Friday. Oh, yeah. It's, shit, it, is, it's, it is the Good Friday. The best Friday. The one where he died. <laughs> he died on Good Friday, right? Yeah. And then he comes back on Easter Sunday. He comes Sunday. back on Easter. Like... I, don't, I have no Jesus jokes. Like what? I don't, I don't think know. you should be making Jesus jokes. I wasn't trying to, but I mean, the dude... Alright, never mind. I, I don't want to alienate my listeners. We've watched way too many episodes of uh, Paranormal. Paranormal Witness to be taken the Lord's name <laughs> in vain here. Well, so far, no... Never mind. I can't... I don't want to jinx anything. Yeah. I'd rather just stay away from that. You know I believe in that shit. I do. In in, I didn't so much believe in it before I met you. I mean, I was open to it. But now that I we've watched so much on the subject... Oh, it's impossible to ignore. It certainly is. I mean, I've always been a fan of UFOs, and why would I believe in UFOs but then be like, ghosts are ridiculous, you know? Well, only because... With how big the universe is and all that shit. I could see aliens being more... More legit. But then... What happens when you die? Well, isn't that the ultimate question? Is it? Yes. Today it is? It is. The question and the answer. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. You got really deep for like... For like 30 seconds. It was awesome. For a bit. For a minute. Um, I don't even know what we were talking about. We get really, really off topic. You were talking about Child's Play. You finally watched them all. Oh, uh, yeah. We were in seventh grade. 
And so, you know, I started watching better movies, and I finally saw Scream again mm -hmm. in its entirety. But I watched that one at night, I think, on the VHS tape that she had given me. And from that moment on, I, for some reason, fell in love with horror. Does the time of day that you watch the movie, like, really, like... Oh, yeah. I watch... you keep being like, I watched that one on an afternoon. Because I watched I that one in the evening. Because of the timeline, I remember coming home from school. It was 3 o'clock. Drew Carey's show was on. I was watching it, and then I was like, maybe I should watch this movie. And it was still daylight, so I knew I wouldn't be too scared. Because mm -hmm. as a kid who was terrified of it, I mean, I was trying to be considerate to my younger self. Like he would want to watch this during the day, and so that he wouldn't have nightmares. I didn't have nightmares, luckily. But then I watched it, and uh, it was actually a really good movie for what it was. And I think what they did with each sequel, there are awesome moments in it. You but really liked the remake they just did, or not the remake? They did they, like a they did a another sequel, but there was a bit of backstory thrown in there. I just well, remember it was like the first 30 to 40 minutes were terrible. Oh yeah, and then and it I fell asleep. Up. And but you kept watching cuz I, I and I knew that you really wanted to keep watching. Cuz I wanted to see so where was, it would go. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, I'll just keep watching, tell me how it is. And then I woke up the next day you were like, you have to watch the rest of it. It got so good. I know it was terrible for a while. Because so there was good. that one shot where they were having dinner. Spoilers to anybody who hasn't seen it. The Curse of Chucky is the name of the movie, by the way. But they were all there was like five people in the house and a priest, minister or whatever, and they were all having dinner. And Chucky puts rat poison in one of the dishes, and so the whole scene is like, who's rat poison? Oh, it was who's like a. It was a pretty long scene, too. Like, But back it, it to wasn't back. so much the scene that I had a problem with. It was the one shot that they just zoomed in on that bowl oh. <laughs> of the pasta for, like, it must have been a minute and 30 seconds yeah. of it just sitting there. And I was like, is anything going to happen? <laughs> and then, like, the next it would jump cut like when he put when they're in the kitchen he puts the rat poison in the pasta and then it would jump cut to them having dinner and the camera's going around the table and the table's like spinning kind of so you don't know who so you don't know who's has the dish and everyone starts like one guy starts coughing and you're like is it him and then the priest is like wiping sweat off of his forehead is it him and, like, nobody in... It just... It went on forever. And I was just I like, nobody's died yet. It. Yeah. I was like, mm. But then when they... In the end, they do... I forgot what happens. Well, like... I have, like... I don't know. With... I had chemotherapy for people who oh, don't know. Yeah. And I have, like, a bit of chemo brain. And As so, she like, calls it, yeah. It's, it's actually... Is, oh, is it's a, a term, legit chemo term? brain. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, fuck me, I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought you were just <laughs> fuck saying. Fuck you! That. What an inconsiderate. Prick. I'm very sorry to all um, you listeners out there. Yeah, um, chemo brain is a thing, and I—I I mean, more often now as I get further away from treatment, I don't feel like I'm as affected by it. But I like little details in movies. Like, if it was a movie I only saw once, and the plot started is, halfway. 
through the plot, especially if I watched it in two sittings. Yeah. I I have no like I could not tell you what happens in Seed of Chucky. Curse or a curse, curse Chucky. of Chucky. I'm sorry, or Seed of Chucky for that matter. Did, I did we watch you. Seed of Chucky? Yeah, the one with the the, the androgynous kid. Oh yeah, okay. I didn't know. But if I we couldn't. Did. I couldn't tell you what happened. Did we watch in Bride it. of Chucky? Is that where they... she turns into the? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they take them across. A, they get in a fight in a trailer. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just for some reason I, I don't remember that one. I remember all the other ones. Very specifically. I remember what I've watched. Yeah. I don't remember what happens. That's fine. Um. Well, in the Curse of Chucky, again, spoilers. There's like people start dying off and like the mother is a lesbian which you think he's having an affair with the babysitter or whoever it is oh my god i watched this movie yeah <laughs> like there's i didn't even remember the, there's the girl in the wheelchair which is the main character i remember her, her mother commits suicide in the beginning of the film what she gets scissors and like stabs herself or something And now she's alone in the house. And so I guess her aunt comes to live with them or take care of her and their daughter comes with them. And so it's the mother, the husband, the daughter, and the babysitter, the nanny. Oh my god, I'm so confused. Oh, well, anyways, it just... People start dying off and the last one left is the, the girl in the wheelchair. I forget her name. But everyone's been dying at the hands of Chucky, of course. And now she knows that Chucky's alive. And it got really good with, I guess, well, first of all, I hated the fact that they used CGI on Chucky's face. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't in some parts, and you can tell, but... I can't tell. Well... Maybe maybe you maybe normal watchers can't. I, I, I clearly don't remember this movie very well. <laughs> well, it was just like they they mess with such a good thing because back in the day they didn't have the CGI. I mean, they started to, but it was all practical effects. So they had to fudge what they could. And having a robot with all these moving parts in his face works a lot better than drawing it in digitally, I would think. And so, while they did try to keep true to the original, they also tried to make it, you know, a new, a new movie. And it was from the same guys who made the original, I think. Blanking on his name, David Yeager? Yeager? I don't don't know. IMDB it. But the end of it they flash back to why she's in a wheelchair essentially like why is chucky terrorizing her and it's because when he was alive as the serial killer he stabbed the mother while she was while pregnant. she was pregnant he was in love with her and was holding her hostage and yeah and like no it's really not bits no. <laughs> and like the st- I'm going to dream about this tonight it's going to be really fucked up well i'm sorry <laughs> I think maybe that's how I cope with, like, remembering things. I, like, dream fragments of it. That's not a bad method. 
depending on what you're remembering. Well, I mean, here I'm dreaming of a deadly doll that stabbed pregnant women. He didn't, as a doll, stab her as a pregnant woman. Okay, okay. That makes it better. He's just a regular human. He's a human at the time, because that's the thing. That was what was cool about this, and I think they did the same thing in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 3D version that we watched, where they tell the first story in flashes, and then they cut in, like, right at the moment that the girl runs from the house and gets in the truck covered in blood. The 74 version we watched. Yeah, what about it? Remember at the end where she's like... Yeah. She escapes and gets in the back of the truck and is... Yeah, well, they started the 3D version. They started the 3D version um, showing all the clips from the first movie. So you're like, oh, they're retelling the story. And then they cut in at the moment that she leaves. And, like, the town comes to that house and is like, your boy has done some shit. Talking about Leatherface. Mm-hmm. To the family, and they end up burning the place down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the child's the Curse of Chucky, they do a similar thing where they go back and tell the story right before Charles Lee Ray, the serial killer Chucky, mm-hmm. before he gets into the doll, of the moment when she calls the police on him, and he runs from the house and goes to the toy store where he becomes Chucky. So they kind of tell have a little prequel backstory going on. She, she He's holding her captive. She has called the police. There's sunflowers all over the place. The scene's in, like, black and white, but those are prominent yellow. And when he starts hearing the sirens, he starts thinking, like, wait, did you just call the police on me and shit? And she's like, no, I didn't, I didn't. And then he's like, well, you're going to remember me. And then he stabs her in her stomach, which eventually leads to her being, her daughter being a paraplegic. And then he runs from the house, goes to the toy store, and possesses the doll. It's coming back to me. (laughs) Well, it was a good movie at that point. (laughs) And then the end credit sequence was awesome. I showed you that, I think. Yeah, the... That Tiffany, well, there's, like, I feel like they didn't know how they wanted to end it, so they popped in two endings at the very, very end, where it's Tiffany in a human body sending the package of Chucky somewhere. Yeah. And then it cuts, and then there might be more credits, but then it cuts to Andy, Andy Barkley, the kid from the, he gets the package, he's watching cartoons, he calls his mom, there's a photo of her. Just so you can, it's like, it's my birthday, I was, thanks for calling me on my birthday, is parallel to the first one where he gets the doll on his birthday. The and chick it, from Seventh Heaven. Yeah, Bonnie Hunt. No. No, Catherine Hicks. Catherine Hicks, wow. Bonnie Hunt, uh, she was in something. <laughs> I don't know, but I, she are you thinking mother. of, okay, because the girl who plays the Bride of Chucky plays Bonnie on Family Guy. <laughs> Maybe Jennifer Tilly. Why was that? Yeah, Bonnie Hunt. I mean, she was in Jumanji and the Bonnie Hunt show. I don't know what the fuck else she's been in. But it, yeah, it was Catherine Hicks, like Woman from Seventh Heaven. They show a picture of her, the same picture of her and Andy from the first movie, and then you're like, oh shit, this is Andy. Isn't her friend in. Who is it? 
the mom's friend in Child's Play is like, I don't know if she's Frenchie or Marty from Greece. Actually, no, she's uh, Marty. Marty? Yeah. What's her name? Like Dina something? Yeah. Dina Manoff. Yeah, that's her. The one who dies. The yeah, 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 yeah. In the kitchen. I'm surprised I remember that name. That was a nice pull. I wouldn't have gotten. I don't that. know how we went from that to Greece. And... No, I mean that's that's what that's what happens. And then he you, he's watching cartoons. He's on the phone, and then he's you see the box on the on the table, mm-hmm. and then you just this. see the knife going through, cutting the thing open very quietly. And the cartoon that he's watching, the sounds are kind of matching the way Chucky's mm-hmm. moving. And he pops up from the box. And Andy is just like, yep. and shoots him. He says some line. I don't know. It was a cheesy one-liner, but that's when the movie was good. Kind of when it ended. I and it was, it was a long way from the original Child's Play, I would say. It didn't make any new strides in horror, but it was just nice to see Chucky back. Like, eventually, I heard recently... That they're going to be rebooting Friday the 13th again. They're going to be rebooting the reboot. Remember the remake we watched? You know how I feel about Friday the 13th. I know, I know. There's no plot. It's just Jason killing kids. And that's all it is. Oh, there's a plot. It's all plot. (laughs) It's all plot all the time. And the plot is... Kill everyone with a knife. Well, they try... I would say, with the plot. In the first one, you have to give the first one credit. Okay. I mean, maybe you I'll don't want credit. to. <laughs> Honestly, I gotta, you know, I just said I gotta watch it again. I haven't seen it. I don't remember everything. Well, the mom is the killer. I, do, I, I mean, I remember that. Yeah, that's well, important. that's the best part. I would say she's killing for her son. Yeah. Yeah, and then at the end... Look. Would you kill for your son? I mean... I wouldn't. I don't have a son, but... That's good to know. As as your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that you don't have a son out there somewhere. Maybe I'd kill to protect my son, but I wouldn't kill as vengeance for my son. Well... I'd like to think. Then again, I fall asleep to serial killer TV shows, so... I think later on in the series, they try to allude to the fact that there wasn't something right about the family. Like, they don't really talk about his father that much until Jason goes to hell, which is, like, part nine. And it's only very briefly. I don't know. I'd have to watch... I'd also have to watch, uh, read the Crystal Lake Memories, the companion piece to the series that they made the documentary out of. The seven-hour-long documentary. Oh, yeah. Which is really good. If you don't want to watch the films, you watch the documentary, that's all you need. Because they go through each one, the television series, and Corey Feldman narrates it. Is the one that died? No. Corey Haim. Oh, I do that every time. The Corys, yeah. Every time. Corey Feldman, stand by me. Well, I mean, you know who Corey Rest Feldman is. Yes, yes. Much love for Corey Haim. He died know. recently. He did. No, no, who, who died? like something like very a comedian. Recently. 
uh, yeah. John Piot or something Someone like else that. Did too. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, that's right. I heard. I mean, I they do. They did a. Uh, on the website I follow with Hollywood Babylon, they kind of give you a description of what they talk about, and he's one of the. Um, Tinseltown stiffs that they that segment that they do. Yeah. And they were talking about he started his career in 1926 or some shit. Damn. Yeah. And the night at the museum third movie or whatever, he was actually in it. So that'll be his last movie. Aww. And it'll be coming out later this year, yeah. Didn't a movie just come out with James Gandolfini? His last one? Um, yeah. He did a movie with, um... I don't know what her name is. It should. I know the movie you're talking about. I saw him on the cover of it. They're like a mismatched pair that meets. Yeah. I can't think of who it is. I have no clue. Somebody I would never have paired him with. It wasn't a... No. Joan Cusack. She wasn't in that movie. I don't know. I I would really not want to watch that movie. Though James Gandolfini was great. Yeah. Joan Cusack I don't care for. I haven't seen a lot of Joan Cusack. I just She's pictured I just pictured her brother with the boombox. With no. I don't know. My friend Nick, who we talked about earlier, he has like a obsession with John Cusack. I don't know. I really don't know why. My brother has that same obsession. Really? Oddly enough, yeah. Like, cause I remember where was like one like this patch of time where Nick was like. Let's watch Serendipity and like let's watch all these movies with John Cusack in it. And I remember I had a copy of um, Must Love Dogs. Uh. I still, I mean, I still, when I was first diagnosed with cancer, I people would bring me like gift baskets and stuff like that, and and they brought me like movies, and some of them were just like horrible, horrible movies that I was like, you found this for a dollar at the supermarket <laughs> and you gave it to me. Like, I'm appreciative that you thought of me. I don't want your dollar like... movies. Like, send me a card. But... With a dollar in it? Yeah, like, give me the fucking dollar. Like, this is... <laughs> it's not even worth a dollar. Yeah. Um, But Must Love Dogs was one of them and I was like, dude, you can take this. <laughs> And then we watched it together that night, and I was like, now I definitely think you can take this. Because <laughs> this is terrible. I mean, I don't have an extensive knowledge of his career. I've definitely seen a lot he's been in, like, Say Anything. That's the one. I've never seen that. Well, you, I mean, you know the boombox scene. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a very common one of the 80s that people refer to. And he was in... 2012, the disaster movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 1408. I think he's been in quite a bit. Well, I know. Serendipity, right? Yeah. If I'm not wrong about that. No, no, yeah, he was definitely in that. I'm just, those are the movies that I've seen. And I know that's not a great representation because I've seen, I think it's, uh, Ice Harvest. That was a good one with, uh, Sling Blade. 
Billy Bob Thornton. He's Sling Blade. Yeah. Sling but for fourteen oh eight, have you seen that movie? Mm, I no, have not. It's about the haunted uh, hotel room. Oh I think damn! It, How I, come I haven't seen that? I don't know. I think it's based on a Stephen King book. Actually, I like hauntings. And the the fourteen oh eight, yeah, she equals thirteen. That's all. Equals thirteen. One plus four plus eight is thirteen. Oh. Uh, 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 uh. Which is, you know. But anyways, yeah, she, uh, you really like the paranormal world. I mean, we've been watching yeah. Paranormal Witness. I wouldn't say I like hauntings, because I, oh, you know, she doesn't, I would never want that She doesn't invite me, hauntings. I am very... She's superstitious in that manner. spiritual like that, and I totally believe in, in spirits and not fucking with them and not pissing them off. I mean, that's, that's good advice. Zach Bagans. <laughs> What was that? Get out here, you ghost trucks. <laughs> I mean, there's so many shows like that, but there are some good ones scattered throughout. I, I don't even know. We just kind of fell into Paranormal uh, yeah. Witness. Because it was on Netflix. I don't even know what, what led us there. I kind of just showed up. Yeah, you just put it on one day and was like, you want to watch this? Yeah. As I figured, you know, because you, you have been getting me more into the... Oh, yeah. I mean, I showed you, there's this really, like, I mean, as much as I say, like, oh, Zach Bagans, you're disturbing the experience. I still watch the show all the time because, I don't know, I think maybe I've always been interested in, like, the spiritual world in a sense, but when I was very sick, it was, like, it was comforting almost to be, like... I, I mean, my prognosis, my cancer prognosis was always, um, was always pretty positive. Like, I, I, my cancer had an eighty-five percent cure rate, and um, so, but there's always that, you know, fifteen percent chance that you're gonna die, and so. I think I got into that whole. Paranormal world because it. It was something though. It showed me that. You know, I I was so afraid that I was going to be a hole in the ground. And I I mean, I'm not a very religious person. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm opening my eyes to it a little bit. I don't think I'll ever be, like, little Christian church on Sunday every day. Um, That's a lot of church. I, I don't know why I said church on Sunday and then every day, but... I meant, Twice like, church on Sunday. on Sunday, like... No, like, the stereotype I, I, of I, Yeah, Christian. I don't think I'll ever be, like, a devout fundamentalist. Like carry your Bible with you at all times. No, but I'm oh. definitely... You're more accepting... Yeah, of... well, okay, I, I mean, I'm totally getting off topic, but I recently, I recently went to see a psychic medium, and she was very much, like, she believed in, like, Eastern spirituality, like, like, Buddhism and stuff like that, but Buddhism, what people don't understand is, Buddhism is, like, Buddhism is not a religion, it's, it's a, a practice. Yeah, like a way so, of life. So, like, this this woman I went to see, like, it was clear that she, you know, she believed in Jesus. She said a prayer before before um, she did my reading. At, but it was clear that, you know... You, you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Sorry. I was just seeing what time we were at. I can't tell. Can you tell? It doesn't no, say. It does. It's... Is that, like, 56 or 66 minutes? Seven pounds. 
12 ounces. <laughs> no, that, that number there. My phone's cracked, so I can't see the screen. But sorry, I broke your train of thought. Anyway, it, I, I think that's what I... That's the path I would explore, like... Believing in Jesus and God and the saints, but also, like, sort of with an Eastern Buddhism sort of practice to it. Like, I, you know. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very spiritual. I, I, I do not like Halloween. Mm, yeah, you. Um, partially because I don't like to be scared in real life. Yeah. I, mean, I like to watch scary movies, but I do not. I haven't been able to take her to a haunted house. I will house. not go in a haunted house. Yeah. Which I will I not go to a haunted theme park or any, any of that shit that happens. Because, I mean, because one, it scares me, and two, I really do believe that, like, Halloween it's disrespectful. is uh, it's All Hallows Eve. It's a it's, it's a not a day for day us to celebrate. In, yeah, it's in and it's of not itself. a day for us to celebrate. I mean, I'm not like I'm gonna wear my cross today, and you know, you're all going to hell. But yeah. I don't, I don't really celebrate yeah. it. I then I, I never did. Yeah, I would do rosary like rosary beads and. Come to your door, <laughs> trick or treat. Bless your soul. Bless your soul. Ten Hail Marys to you and twelve fathers. No, but pray you... for your souls. Um, no, that's not me at all. But I don't like Halloween. I and I never, I never really have. I always wanted to be inside on Halloween. I didn't want to be out there trick or treating. I'd go to like two houses, and I remember, like one time when I was like ten years old, telling my friend Anna, like, "I'm too old for this." She's like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> It's free candy, though. Like, as a kid, that must have enticed you a bit. I, yeah, I, I... Maybe you're not a... I, know. I really wanted the candy. I just didn't... You didn't want to go to... The idea of being outside, one, it was fucking cold. I live in Syracuse, I'm from Syracuse. It was always cold by October. Yeah. And two, I didn't feel right about being out on that night. It was just a weird... I genuinely, like, maybe you think I'm crazy, but I genuinely felt uncomfortable being out on Halloween. I I still do. It creeps me out. See, I was always more afraid of being out on the night before. Why is that? Because, like, Devil's Night. That's what they'd call it. Because, like, kids would go around egging houses and TPing the place. Like, that was what you would do the night before Halloween. See, I didn't know that. Well, I don't know how... I don't know if that was a thing. It's a thing. And where I'm from, I... Well, that's that's what I was going to say. I don't know how, uh... your phone? I was looking for my hand lotion. Oh. That's, uh... Maybe, I don't know where it's at. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But, yeah, that's a thing that at least happened around here not like people would egg houses around here but I've heard like my brother told me stories about how he would go out and if I'm remembering them correctly he wouldn't go around here because I would just be too like on my street there was not that many kids at the time there were his with him and his friends there's probably five or six kids and since I was the younger brother I'd tag along but for nights like that I wouldn't go so, I'm sure he did stuff in TP places. And I'm told that even, like, the weirdest shit, like, putting 
baloney on a car would like eat away at the paint or something and so kids would do that and there would be just these big round holes I don't know if it's true but I'm I've, sorry I've if that's tra- devil's night I'm pretty sure like the devil's not like gonna put baloney on everybody's car <laughs> the all powerful being of hell is like I'm gonna pull some pranks he's like you're giving me a bad name here yeah I mean I don't know the significance <laughs> of it <laughs> Your name doesn't get much worse, but it was—it's just—it's the weird traditions that people do, and and I guess you were uncomfortable on Halloween because you're—you've always felt connected to the spirit world, in a sense, not a little like, bit. I, I mean, I don't. Interesting. Can't, I can't talk to the dead. No. I don't know. I'm just a sensitive person. That no, that's very cool. I it just like, didn't feel right to be outside. Yeah. It felt it was scary. I, didn't, I was scared. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You don't know what to tell me. No. I mean, I I really do find it interesting, the whole thing. What? Well, your beliefs. Yeah, I find them interesting, too, because they're just all over the place. You just, I you have this certain, like, chain, this thought process of why you believe in some things versus others, and I don't know, I, I find it intriguing. Thank you. <laughs> and I it's, wish I understood myself, but... Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't say I understood it, I just said... Uh, I, I, no, I, I mean, it. I wish I understood myself, like... Oh. Not, not what you thought. Okay. I wish I understood my thinking. Yeah. I don't. I just know I don't like Halloween. I never really have. Yeah. I mean, does a jack-o'-lantern bother me? No. Yeah. Does a skeleton hanging from someone's house bother me? Yeah, kind of. Well, I think that that, in a sense, is a bit of a... Yeah, they are two different things, where it's like, yeah, you're cutting up a plant, and, like, and then you're hanging what is essentially a, a, a corpse. Like, yeah, a human being a bones on, yeah. I never thought of it like that. <laughs> but that's it's little, very morbid. It is super morbid. It's extremely disturbing. S- says the girl who likes serious. Oh, uh, well, I know. I <laughs> like I said. I wish I understood myself. I really don't understand myself. <laughs> I no. I, I I don't know. It's just it's very interesting. But see, that's that's the weird thing is I love Halloween. I haven't celebrated as much as I I've wanted to the past few years. Mm-hmm. Even before I met you, but I've always been into Halloween when I got into horror movies. Mainly for the same reason I like going to see plays and shit. It's for all this. <laughs> plays and shit? Plays and shit? No, and like movies, the old movies from the 80s, because of the practical effects. Like, there are a lot of people that will decorate their house for Halloween. And the ones that are really good do a lot of their own effects for the place. They'll put a fog machine on, so they'll give it that creepy feel to it. 
And they'll, some will have creepy music playing. Others just have, like, inflatable shit. There's that one house on Brentwood we passed that just was all inflatable. Like, every holiday, they just have inflatable Yeah, they had the things. fucking turkeys. Yeah. On, the right. fucking inflatable turkeys. I, I'm sure their their house is decked out with Easter stuff. I haven't been in that direction, but, like, they I'm just sure have... I'm the pilgrims are really appreciative they just have inflatables everywhere, and on Halloween it gets... <laughs> they fucking love inflatables. <laughs> they do. I don't know why. Maybe there was a sale at Walmart, but they have their entire yard filled with them. And it's not even, like, like set up in an interesting way or really decorations. Oh, no. They just They're put just them in up. a line, like... Like, we decorated, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this is a statement. This is all that we're doing. Halloween. This is what you get. Christmas. Easter. It's just... <laughs> I'm gonna bombard you with symbols of these holidays. Yeah, so that you know that's what today is. <laughs> like, I don't know, it's re- really weird. But then there's, like, this house, which, again, I haven't done it so much lately, but there's this house and the one near my grandma's place that they go big on Halloween, like... So much, in fact, that I heard that they had to take some of their shit down because it was too much for the neighborhood. (laughs) Like, not like people being decapitated, like scenes of that, but they were just like scarecrow-type figures all dressed in like black with the skeleton masks decaying and crazy things like that. And I think that's kind of cool, the... No, not that particularly. The effects that go into say, putting isn't that, that like satanic. Or? A little bit, <laughs> but no, the effects that go in because you know me, I like to build and come up with crazy things like yeah. that. And so, during Halloween, I feel like I can ex- go through the process of creating something really cool. And like, I had this idea. What? No. What? I was just thinking about the fact that, like, how I, re- I really don't make any sense at all. <laughs> With your, like, I, I don't, don't like, like Halloween. Halloween. I don't like... It's like, if it's on TV, I'm fine with it. But if it's, it like, in the reality, real world, I'm not okay with it. Like, I mean, that's, 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 I think, a good thing. You're, you can separate the two. Yeah, I guess. That, that's a good thing. Though you probably... I think I need to make up my mind. What? You probably do know how to kill someone and cover it up because of the H and L and Weekend Mysteries, how they solve the crimes. You could probably figure out a way to do it and not be detected. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't think I would ever have to do that. I mean, I I, I certainly hope I don't ever find myself in that situation. <laughs> I mean, me too. Because I wouldn't want to be at the end of the night. You would be. <laughs> no, but just those those practical effects have always interested me from even, like, The Evil Dead is a good example of that, which we watched, and I apologize for watching because I didn't, I said it wasn't a gory movie. And then we found out that, yes, it was. Oh, my God. It was, like, the definition of gore. Well, 
I guess I didn't see it you as didn't, gore. You didn't know gore. You didn't know what gore meant. Yeah. Only because I don't... When I think of gore, I think of pulling intestines out of a human being. Like, that's what I would consider gore. They were just bleeding a lot. When I think of gore, I think of global warming. But <laughs> ah, That's the political <laughs> that satire was, for And tonight. that's the end of me. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. No. Go out on a high note. Um, but just the idea of the late text like rubber feet stabbing it with a pencil from the movie if you remember that mm -hmm. part yeah and like um even the simple camera movement of the spirit it's literally the camera sits and i've gone over this in the other podcast the evil dead one and several others i'm sure the camera sits on a piece of wood and two people just drag it like are on each side and they're moving it up and down to give it that effect and then they speed it up in the post process oh. that's all that's that spirit that's moving through the woods that's all the effect is but it works so well yeah and it's just shit like that that intrigues me so on halloween i mean i there are a lot of little kids that live on the street unfortunately for me so i can't go as crazy as i'd like to because i don't want to scare them off I, and I'll, also, I, I'm trying not to offend people. Like me. Like you, who gives out candy. I don't get offended. I just... You just think it's It makes bad. me nervous. It's like... You're, you're not, like, offending me. I mean, I know what a skeleton looks like. Devil. I fucking am one. But, like... You're just messing with things that ought right. not to be messed with. Uh, you're... I don't know. I just, you're, you're surrounding yourself with death. Not you, but, like, when no, people no, no. do that, yeah. like... I mean, I, I... In a way, am, by being so into horror and all that. Yeah, it's just different like than... different. It's well, different. It's, it's pretend. Yeah. Unless it's based on a true story. I don't know. I think people... I, I think, like, people put out skeletons on Halloween and, like, all that... All the dead people stuff, and they forget that, like, it, it's like they're in denial. Like, you do know that you are gonna die. Like, that is gonna be you at some point. Like, why are you... Are Celebrating you, it, or... Yeah, are you oblivious to that? Like, people... when And people are. People, you know, I mean, you don't think that you're gonna die, but... It's not constant. I, I don't want to drive down the street and see corpses everywhere. I don't know. I'm weird. I'm weird and I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not a super religious person. I just... Yeah, I think it, it, it's also... I think the whole thing about Halloween is people going out in masks. I think it's a way for people to kind of make light of it. So, because they, they don't, they don't want to make think, light of it. Right, it shouldn't be, but people do so that they can cope with it, because maybe in the back of yeah, their mind okay. they don't. I mean, I mean, I'm just guessing. I, see, I mean, I see that, to cope with it, but... I don't know. Also, I mean, I, I mean, and I, I have no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> but All Hallows' Eve, that was like, it was supposed to be a time where the earth, like, for some reason, the earth, the earth was in its, like, closest, 
I don't know. Like, the atmosphere. Uh, okay, I don't know. Our realm. Realm. That's the word I'm, I'm looking for. Like, our realm was at its closest to. To the. To the other elder. realm. Yeah. They were, and that's was, what Halloween is. Like, we're like, the closest we are all year to the other realm. It's kind of like Something it's like open that. for 24 hours. And they can. They're, like, up next to each other. Kind of. Is that what you're saying? Like. I guess. Like, it's. Some, the something... night where, so I I would assume it's the night where some spirits from the other realm can. Well, they wear the costumes the... to like scare them off or yeah. something like that, right? I don't. Know I, have no I'm no I have no clue. I have no clue. I you should all fact check me. <laughs> I have just, no idea what I'm talking just about. Just tweet. It's my party. Oh God, no! Please don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I won't see it. I never go on Twitter. But Facebooker. I don't know. Just. Um. But fact straightness. I don't. Well, I'm, I mean, at least I'm telling you up front that I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, she's and when she's like, right. It's like sure. mocking. Well, yeah. Don't mock the dead. They can fuck your shit. I mean, we've been watching Paranormal Witness. They'll fuck your shit up. Yeah. Don't fuck with them. They'll make you stay. That's in what the I. Ha- that's what I think. They'll haunt you so that you stay in the house for a few months, have a party, and then leave eventually. Oh my god, that's how that's how it seems like every episode is. Like, like we felt like our paranormal activity was at its highest. So we So in, we had a party. We invited six of our closest friends over for tea and then shit started going crazy and they all left. We, we haven't heard why. from them since. Uh, no, there are a lot of episodes where it's like let's move into this new house cuz that's I seem I feel like that was entire all of season 1. I mean, honestly, when I buy my own house, you ask. I, I I'm gonna f- f- like do a little, do a little bit of research about the. I'm gonna walk around in every room and like see if I feel anything. Like, I mean, not that I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not psychic, but no, but a lot of the people that have you could feel told, bad energy. Yeah, all the stories that they've said that they're. If I feel like I do on Halloween night, I'll know not to be in that house. There's always one person that that can feel yeah. it and is like, oh, this isn't a good idea. And either they keep it to themselves, which is dumb, or they tell them and then they're like, you're crazy, this is the perfect house. And then they find out that it's not. That there's a woman who died in the upstairs and she haunts this house. It's crazy shit. It's very sad. Because they're trapped. Oh, I don't know. I, mean, in, I don't know in, the answers, but... No, no, I'm... It's sad because the only reason they're on Earth is because they can't cross over. But that, I don't know. Well, that, I don't presume to know, but it's very sad that I, I was I killed would, in the I would stairs. think that that's why. I mean, that's I mean, that's what many people believe. I mean, if you... You have unfinished business. Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's most of it. In many cases, it's business is never going to get finished. Because you're not there to actually do it. That's I was watching that show Deadbeat. It's like a Hulu original show. I was telling you about it. Yeah. It's actually it's it's a comedy that they. It's about ghosts. The guy's a medium. Yeah. And he he does it to pay rent essentially. He'll like go. He'll get called into a job, and do it really quick just to get the paycheck so that he can pay his rent on time. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, he doesn't make a big deal about it. He doesn't have these crazy, like, seizures where he's connecting with dead spirits. He kind of just sees the spirit all of a sudden. And they're like, whoa, you can see me? And he's like, yeah, I'm a medium. And then, then they're like, oh, shit, are you here to help me? And then there's a mission he has to go on to Tell help Tell John the to throw away my porn. <laughs> I mean, essentially, that's the humor of the show. <laughs> the first episode... He, there's this couple, this Asian couple being haunted, and he goes up into the attic, and all of a sudden, like, the, there's these Scrabble pieces that they've been finding, and it's, they start moving around, and it spells out a word, and then all of a sudden, the ghost appears, and he, he sees him there, and he starts having a conversation with him, and the ghost realizes that he can actually see him, because they're making eye contact and shit. And the dude died in the war and never got Which to... Which war? Well, that's the thing. You At the beginning of the episode, you think it's like a recent war. But then, because he's like, I was sent off to war and I never got to have sex with my girlfriend that I was in love with. Hey, I died a virgin. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? And he's like... Basically, I want to possess your body to have sex with my girlfriend. And he's like, I don't think I can do that. And then eventually he has to do it. And then he tracks down the girl. And this real he knocks on the door and there's this really young girl, attractive girl, that answers the door. And he's like, alright, I can do this now. And then she, they, they, there's an exchange and then he's like, you know, you want my grandmother... And then she comes out and he's like, oh, that war, because it was like World War II. Mm. And she's like 80-something or whatever. I don't know. Ages. But I don't know. Ages. But it's a very nice comedy. And there's this... this <laughs> Let me possess you so I may have sex. The, the episode's very called nice Sexorcism. Oh, cheeky. Yeah, I know. He gets high with his best friend. The only way he can actually be possessed is if he's having a really bad trip on mushrooms or something like that. And it works really well. Tyler Labine is the main character who was in the Reaper show with uh, the kid... What's the kid's name from Grounded for Life? He dated the daughter. Do you know I don't know name? what his name is. His name was Brad on yeah, Grounded for Life. Yeah, his name is Brad. Oh, I feel like I should know his name. Well, he... That was another good show that Kevin Smith actually uh, directed the first episode of. Grounded for Life? No, 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 Reaper. Where the parents sold Brad's soul to the devil, and the devil was coming back. You told me about this show very briefly. And so he would have to track down souls that have escaped from hell, and he would get this item and have to trap it in the item somehow. And his best friends, Tyler Labine and some other dude, would have to help him out. It's a really clever show, too. It only lasted, like, two seasons, I think. I don't know why that one was canceled. But anyways, in this one, Tyler Labine's the medium, and his rival is this woman who claims to be a medium. And she, like, does the whole seizure thing and pretends she's talking to spirits, but she's a fake. And he's not... And so they butt heads and shit. But it's actually a really good show, and I've only seen like three episodes. I should, I should give it a try. Yeah, it, it it's funny. 
And Tyler Labine is a great actor. He was in Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, which you didn't really enjoy so much. I think I did. See you like the concept of it, I think. I like the concept of it. At the time, yeah. I associate it with that other one. Stan Helsing? Stan Helsing. Two very different movies. Yeah, I know. Stan Helsing, for those of you who don't know, is like the scary movie equivalent of... I mean, it's a parody horror comedy, so... The thing is, I don't ever remember, and you say it's like a parody of, like, the classic monsters, What? Oh, it's like Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers. They're all being made fun of. I don't ever remember seeing them in it. They're in Stan Helsing. But I don't remember seeing it. Maybe we, I think we watched it at, like, two in the morning. That one we probably fell asleep watching. Okay. Freddy, well, maybe I need to give it another chance. Freddy in in the um, movie has, like, a Swiss Army knife glove, so he has, like, a toothbrush on one finger they go to, like, and a big a, clock. They go to a restaurant. Oh, they no, go to the I saloon. Just, like, I like restaurants. They, <laughs> they I go like to the, food. They, they go to a bar or something. If you go to anything from this podcast, it's, I don't like, I don't like Halloween. I don't like ghosts. I do like ghosts. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. I think she's tired. I don't like Halloween. I like (laughs) ghosts. I like serial killer shows. I can't remember anything. And I like food. A lot. And I'm not like one of those girls that's like, I really like food. And then I have like a chewy bar. I'm like, I like food. Well, food's good. And nobody good. should be ashamed to like it. Jennifer Lawrence isn't. And she is now... Well, I mean, you know what? There's a really good article about how, like, um, you know, Jennifer Lawrence says, I love McDonald's. We should all eat McDonald's. And everyone's like, woohoo! Good for you! While Jennifer Lawrence is thin and beautiful. And, um, somebody wrote, like, and what if it was uh, Melissa McCarthy that said, yeah, we should all eat McDonald's. I mean, she's beautiful, but she's, you know, she's not thin. It's, yeah. Then people would be saying, she's promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. Like, blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. It's double standards. Double standards. That's Hollywood. Is that, is that a double standard? They hold oh, yeah, it yeah, true yeah, for yeah, one yeah. person, but not another. I am losing it. It is late, late, late. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap up the show. I know, we talked for a while. I know, and that's the joy of the podcast. We potted. Don't call it that. Okay. You can call it whatever you want. Just don't call it the Matthew Danko podcast. Or Halloween. Yeah, because that doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's it. You good? I'm good. Okay. Until next time. Yes, until next time, and eventually I'll think of an actual sign-off, because I haven't thus far, I don't think. Like, on Smodcast, they say, have a week, or on Hollywood Babylon, it's babble off. Well, if you think I'm funny or anything, um, you can follow my blog. Uh, It's com. Very awesome. She's been doing it for a while. And I don't know. 
How would you describe it? I mean, it's mostly my life based upon my experience with cancer, because I was 18 when I had cancer. It hasn't been that long, and Cause you're young, adults, young adults with cancer were a very underrepresented demographic, and it affects our lives in a pretty big way, because... I mean, we're dealing with cancer right when our life is, you know, supposed to be getting started. So, it sort of fucks up your shit. Yeah. Just like ghosts, they'll fuck your shit up. Don't mess with them. I mean, it sounds like a very heavy podcast, but she's a very clever... blog. It's a blog. Sorry. Blog. Did I say podcast and not blog? It's not depressing at all. It's it's really not. Some of it is, but it's... Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just read it. it. Read it. She's very creative, a creative writer, and and very witty, and you'll get that a lot. Well, no, you are. Don't don't be modest. You're a great writer, but you also have a great wit to your writing, and it's a really cool blog. I I know I've promoted it once or twice on the show. You guys should really wa- uh, listen, read it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> whatever medium it is, just just do it. <laughs> just do it. Google it, Facebook Messenger. No, don't. Don't Facebook message me. I don't want to talk to you. You can. No, you can Facebook. You message can Facebook me if you message want. her. She's a very nice, nice gal. I mean, I'm dating her, so I have I mean, to say I'll that. Give you a chat. Yeah, and the blog is really good. Follow her on Twitter, Tumblr, all those things. She doesn't do any them. of it, but just follow her. Build if up. If you want to talk to me, you talk to me on Facebook. It's the only one I use. Yeah. And as always, you can find me on everything else. I I do it all, but not consistently. This blog should have been every week, but it's it's. Don't almost... worry, I'm making him do this more often. Well, now that I have a partner, it, it's a little easier to talk because <laughs> we can actually communicate to each other, and it's not me just coming up with shit off the top of my head by myself. But and if you would like to be on the show. Please contact me any way you can. We'll set something up. Chit-chat for a bit. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's I, I really, I would like for to talk to these people. They're the few that FeedBurner says I have. I have ten subscribers one day, and then six the next, and then fourteen, and then two. Whatever number I have, if any of you want to be on the show, just message me, tweet me. The Dr. Danko. It's all good. And read her blog. So I guess that's it for this week on the Matthew Danko podcast. Don't call it that. I'm Matthew the Dr. Danko. And I'm Jesse. Party. <laughs> Woo, party. Don't call it that. <laughs>